Hello there, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Lady Boss Lounge. I'm your host, Maren Barnard, and I'm ready to talk all things business, life, family, and everything in between with you. So, girl, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. We all have habits, whether they're good habits or bad habits, but pretty much our whole life is made out, made up out of different habits. But how are these habits affecting our life? How are these habits affecting our relationship? And how can these habits affect our business? So my guest today is one of my favorites, of course, my husband, Stephen, and I've asked him to join us and to come and share with us a little bit more about habits, how we form our habits and how we can actually change habits so that they'll actually support us in our life and in our business. So without any further ado, let's jump into it. Well, babe, thank you so much for joining me again on the Lady Boss Lounge podcast. I always appreciate your wisdom. And today we're going to talk a little bit about habits. Now, after 30 years with you, I know that you have definitely got some fantastic habits, but you've also got some really annoying habits. So let's just start off straight away with what actually is a habit? Well, thanks for having me once again. Um, yeah, hopefully the bad habits aren't that bad and the good ones are really good. But anyway, so what, I, what is a habit? Basically, if you think about it, it's the decisions and actions that we repeat and perform over and over and over again until it becomes a habit. So it's basically part of our daily behaviors, something that you consistently do over and over again. And over time, it becomes a good habit or a bad habit, for example. So just to ask you a question, if you think about... Go back to when you were about one or two years old. Oh your God. mom introduced you to something that became habit forming, and you probably do it over and over again for the rest of your life. What what habit might that be? Oh my word! I don't know. I suppose I bath every day. Yeah. Um, I eat every day. I don't. I don't know. Let's think about it. Something you do from probably the age of one or two. And you're probably going to do it twice a day, sometimes three times a day or more, and you do it for the rest of your life. Oh, now I know. Brushing my teeth. Correct. So why do you brush your teeth? What did your mom tell you? Why should you brush your teeth day after day after day or after every meal? Well, to keep my teeth healthy and to, yeah, basically just to look after my teeth. Well, exactly right. So there's... There was some sort of reward, like she would say something like, you know, if you don't look after your teeth, they're going to fall out and you're going to spend the rest of your life eating soup, for example. And you thought, that's not such a good idea. Let me look after these teeth. Or maybe uh, freshness of breath. You know, how do you feel freshness of breath? Now you're getting into teenage years. The girl's like somebody with a fresh breath. So that's a reminder of you why you should brush your teeth. So this habit forming, this is a good habit because you've got this ultimate reward, and it's lifelong, if you think about it. Imagine your mom had just said, okay, we'll, we'll just brush teeth for the next 30 days and then forget about it. No, you start at a young age and you do it for the rest of your life because you know what the rewards are. It's easy to do. It's simple to do. It's attractive to do. 
So therefore, it becomes easy to habit form. So if we just use the example of uh, brushing your teeth with any other habit, if we use the same principle, we should be able to change habits quite easily. So really, a habit is something that you do over and over and over. Yeah. So if you look at your life currently, for example, what's going on in your life right now? All right? The good, the bad, the ugly. Whatever's happening in your life right now is a result of your behaviors. It's a result of your habits. Something that you're doing over and over again is leading to the way you are right now. So whether that's you're a healthy weight or you're an unhealthy weight, wherever you're at on the scale, you've been doing something over and over and over again that's led you to that path. So you're either five kgs overweight or you ideal weight or you're underweight. Something that you've been doing consistently over this period of time, those daily habits have led you to exactly where you are. Absolutely. And um, definitely I've seen that in the last six, seven months with us being here. You have been so good on that habit that you've got of exercising every single day and really being conscious of what you eat. Where, needless to say, I'm not exactly the same. So my habits are definitely not as good as yours. And I suppose I need to start making some changes in those habits. So we'll get on to change and why you want to change and need to change. But I mean, it could be anything. I mean, it's good relationships versus bad relationship. What habits do you have that leads to those sort of things? Have you got money in the bank or you don't have money in the bank? You know, what habits are you doing consistently consistently over time to make sure that you've got money in the bank or no money in the bank? Time, if you think about time. Are you making time for your kids and your family and so forth? Or what, what are the habits, the not so good habits that are robbing you of that time? Energy, you know, high energy versus low energy. Uh, business, look at your business. So, for example, if you've got an online business, which you have, what habits are you doing daily to increase your social media following, for example? Yeah, no, and I mean, I can see that even the habit of, um, I know one of the bad habits I've got at the moment, which I never used to do, is looking at my phone the minute I get up or the minute I wake up. Um, I just quickly look at my phone to see what notifications are waiting there for me. And I've always before made a rule that before 9 o'clock I don't even go near my phone. So I suppose those are habits that, you know, we need to really focus on and make sure that we don't bring in the bad habits where we need to spend time with family or, you know, the people that you care about and love about because those things can start affecting your relationships and then those type of habits then start going out into the rest of your life and it's like a snowball effect if you don't nip it in the butt. Exactly right. I mean, if you think about every day, if you start every day with gratitudes, what are the 10 things you're most, most grateful for and it becomes habit forming every single day. The first thing you do is look in the mirror and say, you know, thank God I've, I've got two eyes, I've got a, two arms and two Legs, for example, I've got a roof over my head, I've got a meal, and you start with all the positive things, you, you start blocking out those negative things. It's very difficult to be full of abundance and gratitude and be negative at the same time. It's either one or the other. Yeah. So if you start with those daily gratitudes and it becomes a habit, you know, as soon as you find yourself thinking negatively, just think of the, the 10 things that you're most grateful for. Okay, so how do we actually go about 
forming a habit because we know now that we've got some good habits and we've got some bad habits and maybe we don't have a certain habit where we should have a habit. So how do we actually now go about forming a new habit? Okay, well, before that, I'm just going to take you through the stages of habit. And this I've taken from a guy called James Clear, and he's got a great book called Atomic Habits. And he reckons there's four stages to habits or habit forming. You've got a cue, which triggers a craving, which will motivate a response, which then provides you with a reward. That reward satisfies your craving, which ties back into that original cue. Okay, so it's a neurological feedback loop that happens over and over and over again. So you've got a problem, you want to solve the problem, you identify a solution and you implement that solution. But sometimes it's the wrong solution, so you start getting to the bad habits. Okay, so you've just got to be aware of those behaviors that you need to take to solve the problem that you're trying to solve. So I'm just going to give you an example. So most people will understand this one. So the cue, step one, you wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. okay? Step two is the craving. What do you crave when you wake up in the morning? Maybe better, better Coffee. Sleep. Absolutely coffee first thing. Okay, but why though? I don't know. I suppose just to get you going and to get that energy to tackle the day. Okay, so exactly right. So you think that you need more energy and you want to be more alert and, and whatever. So that's the craving that you've got. The response to that is, oh, let me have a cup of coffee because your mom or your grandmom or somewhere along, someone on the internet said, you drink a cup of coffee, it's going to help, the caffeine's going to help boost your energy. So what do you do? You satisfy that craving to feel alert by drinking that cup of coffee, right? Now, the coffee now becomes associated with you waking up every day. So now that becomes your ritual every day or your habit every day. And without realizing it, you just start forming a habit like, oh, I've got to wake up, I have to have a cup of coffee because it's going to give me more energy. Whether that's true or not, that's for you to decide. But the point is, that's how simple it is to fall into a habit mm -hmm. or how simple it can be to fall out of such habit. Okay, Bab, so how do we actually go about changing old habits and building new habits? Okay, so for me, the first thing is decide what needs changing. Because remember what... For me, it might be a good habit to you, might be considered a bad habit. So decide what is it that actually needs changing and why. So for mm -hmm. example, me playing golf every day would be a good habit. <laughs> for you, you might say that's a bad habit because it takes away so much time and I'm away for six hours at a time and mm -hmm. it affects relationships, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so you understand that. Decide what is it that needs changing and then why do you want to change it? So I'll just give you another example. Say, for example, you're a person that likes to drink after work, for example, because it's stress relief or you've been tired from the traffic mm -hmm. and you associate now a, a bottle of wine or two bottles of wine every night with stress relief and now it becomes habit forming and you know behavior every day you have to drink two bottles of wine. But what is the net effect of that two bottles of wine every day over a sustained period of time? Maybe you've got a daughter and you want to be alive to see her wedding day. So that might be the, you know, the decision for you the catalyst for you to why you want to change is hang on if i keep on drinking two bottles a day maybe that's not such a clever thing to do if i want to be at my daughter's wedding mm -hmm. and then thirdly obviously you've got to commit to the change okay. so decide what needs changing why do you want to change and then committing to that change and the, the biggest thing is, is to start with small little 
easy, manageable, bite-sized habit changes. Okay, so it's taken you 10 years, 20 years, 30 years to get, let's say health-wise, X amount overweight. Now, you can't lose all that weight in one day. So what are we going to do? We're going to do little bite-sized chunks. We're just going to take one little step at a time and just knock off one kg at a time. We're not going to try and lose 50 kgs in a day because you're going to give up straight away. Yeah. Okay, but if you do the little habits over and over again and you start seeing the results, it just reinforces that good behavior and gives you the motivation and inspiration to carry on you know, doing it so that now we become consistent. We saw that that little bit of change we did was actually a lot easier than we thought. We didn't look at the whole mountain. We just looked at, well, let's just get to you know the base camp, the first step. We realized, okay, this was actually a lot easier than I thought. Reinforces, again, the good behaviors. So now you want to do it more. All right? People might comment on the way you look, for example. That, again, reinforces that positive habit. So what you're going to do, you're going to carry on doing it. The accountability factor. If you fall off the wagon one day, don't make it a bad week. It's just a bad day or it's a bad meal. You know, get straight back onto it. So get on track, stay on track. And just remember why you want to make these changes. And then obviously you've got to manage your expectations. Be reasonable, be patient. Time, you know. Everybody wants everything now, now, now. But there's work involved with anything, whether it's your business, your health, your relationship. You need to do the small things consistently over time. So time is the biggest factor there. So don't forget that you must create that habit of taking your wife for a coffee every day and bringing her flowers every week. That's also a really good habit to build that relationship. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, the, maybe the flowers. I'm not so sure about the coffee. Not that I've got anything against coffee. I love the coffee. But just to give you a, a quote here that I saw, which I think is a, quite apt, if we're talking about health, but you could talk this about business or anything, maintaining good health is not a sprint or a race. It's a lifelong healthy lifestyle pursuit that has no end. So if you think about it in business, relationships, finance, uh, health, whatever it is, there actually is no end, is there? I mean, if you want to maintain a good weight, this thing of doing a 30-day thing is fine, quick fix. And then what happens for the next 30 years? Yeah. So it's much easier for me especially just to think of health as a until the day I die. Yeah. So going to the gym or going for a walk or climbing a mountain or riding a bike or something. It's just do something that's enjoyable, easy to do, attractive to do, uh, reinforces positive behavior. It's got a good reward at the end of it. And I just know it's not a chore to do some of these things. Same with your business. You know, if you want to get your social media online presence going, do the stuff that you enjoy. You know, make a little video. If you somebody that likes to be in front of the camera, do a video every day. Or you like to do a Facebook Live. Or you like to interview people. Whatever it is, you just do it consistently day after day after time. Day. If you've got the patience, over time you're going to be rewarded. Yeah, I suppose it's like the thing about just don't quit, you know. You, you'll you get your success if you just don't give up and you don't stop. Um, and just also, you, we spoke about health and we spoke about business, but also relationships. I mean, yeah, we've been together 30 years and it it is constantly um, having certain habits and building on our habits 
that improve your relationship and that, you know, to make sure that we we stick it out, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, dear. Yes, dear. I love that habit that you've created that says, yes, dear. All right, well, let's move on. Um, obviously, this year has been like just the weirdest year that has ever existed, definitely in my lifetime. And I think for a lot of people, COVID has just like woken them up to show that maybe they've had certain habits or certain ways of doing things that that maybe wasn't the best or maybe it was a way of changing. Um, so how has our current environment affected our habits and how can we change those habits? Okay, so again, it goes back to choice. Mm-hmm. So if you look at certain people, what they've chosen to do over the last six, seven months, you know, blame coronavirus for everything and, you know, the blaming game, pointing accountability elsewhere and really gone on a downhill spiral, you know, got into bad habits, maybe drinking too much, stopped going to the gym, etc., etc. and it's the fault of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Other people, on the other hand, have looked at this as an opportunity as well as like, you know, I actually didn't like my job. I didn't like my work environment. That's not really my passion and purpose. And what they've done is they've gone the other way. Mm-hmm. They've started creating different habits, like learning a new skill. Like, how do I start an online business, for example? I've got this idea. Mm-hmm. How do I monetize it online? So they start learning a new skill and they form daily habits around that. They find somebody that has what they want. They learn from them. They have an accountability partner. And then they consistently do those steps over and over and over again. They get the rewards. It reinforces the good behavior. So now they're on a positive spiral. So the spiral works both ways. Yeah. You know, with anything in life, you can spiral out of control downwards just as easily mm-hmm. as you can upwards. Absolutely. The other thing is a lot of us, I think, have realized much of what we do is just behavior. It's habit forming. Like you just go, get up and you go to the coffee shop every day and you buy that cup of coffee without thinking because that's just what you do and suddenly coronavirus you can't get to a coffee shop so what happens you make coffee at home or you start drinking coffee with your wife or partner down at the beach you know just a takeaway type coffee from a home coffee and you realize well it wasn't the coffee from the coffee shop that was important that was boredom getting you to the coffee shop yeah or maybe you're going to stop drinking coffee and start drinking tea for example so you're replacing one habit just with another habit just because it took something like coronavirus to shake you out of those habits that you were doing consistently over time yeah i think um one of the things here in south africa that i'm sure a lot of people have changed um is the smoking since there was such a ban on cigarettes you know i know being an ex-smoker um you know, smoking is such a bad habit that you just do and just how you light up that cigarette after certain times, the minute you get into the car, the minute you've had a meal, the minute you get up in the morning. I mean, there was all these things that just, you always had a cigarette, but then you get into a situation where you can't get cigarettes and you're forced to change those habits. You're forced to um, do something different. And I mean, it's, it's just amazing. Like I know it's hard to make change those habits, but Sometimes you've just got to make that decision and you've got to, you maybe it's your circumstances and then suddenly you can actually create brand new habits and get rid of those old, the bad habits. You're exactly right. So if you want to change some of your habits, 
One is circumstance, just like you said. So coronavirus has forced us to realize a lot of the stuff we were doing is not necessary. It was just habit forming. So circumstance can lead you to change a habit. The environment that you're in, we all know how important environment is. Environment much stronger than willpower. Yeah. So you just change your environment, right? And the people, for example, that you're hanging around with, and you go from a group of people that are negative, for example, to a group of people that are positive and motivated and high energy and, you know, go, go, go. You find out how quickly you can change your habits because you see how good it's doing them. Yeah. You'll start falling into those habits. So who are you hanging around with? What's your environment like? I mean, traumatic experience can change habits. Mm. You know, I had a case a few years ago where a guy wanted to change his health and he spoke to me about it for three or four years. And then suddenly one Sunday night he called and he wanted to change his health like ASAP. And I said, why? And his best friend had just had a heart attack because of bad habits over time. So circumstance, trauma, forced him now to change the habits he was in into, you know, new type habits. Yeah. I think um, one of the things now to take this um, habit-forming thing into your business is one of the biggest complaints I find so often with um, women in business is that they don't have enough time. And again, I think that is just the story that we tell ourselves because at the end of the day, we've all got 24 hours, no matter who you are, what you do. So it's, I guess then it's all about just creating certain habits and certain disciplines um, in your business to, you know, to form those habits to maximize the time that you have um, and to make sure that you do, you can run your business no matter whether you've got children or whether you've got a bit a, a job or what your situation is. If you form certain habits where you, whether it's getting up at four o'clock in the morning and getting stuff done so that you've got more hours in the day, um, I guess it's all habit forming. I mean, like you and I, we literally every single day of our life wake up at about five o'clock just to go, just to go on and, um, you know, to start our day. So I suppose that is all just habits that we form and, and create. Yeah, but if you think about it, what, what is the incentive for change? You know, it's, it's quite easy just to say, I don't have time, I don't have time, etc., etc. But why is it that you need that time? You know, if the incentive or the reward is not big enough for you to want to make that time, then you're not going to form the habit in the first place. Well, I know definitely for us, it was um, it was all about time. That our whole life came down to we wanted time, time freedom, where we could make our own choices. And I suppose that is that was the reward for us, you know, get the discipline going, get form the new habits in business, um, in order to achieve time freedom, so that we could work and live on our own terms. Yeah, that's right. But but again, it's like. Why should I change? You know, I've got these bad habits. What is the tipping point that's going to make me realize that I need to make that change? So until you realize a change needs to be made and how urgent is it for you to make that change, it's quite easy just to go through life and just keep on repeating the same behaviors because, uh, you know, it, it's stood me in good stead for so many years. But what is the actual tipping point? Why do I need to change? Like, why must I stop? drinking two bottles of wine today? Why must I stop cigarettes today? Why must I stop biting my nails today? What is the incentive or reward at the end of it? And then how easy is it to make these changes? 
like I say, you're not going to just, you know, you can go from two bottles to one bottle to half a bottle, etc., etc. Or, you know, go to the gym, start off with three days a week instead of, you know, five days a week, for example. Or do a little bit of exercise at home or work at home or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Okay, babe, so just to recap, um, three things that we can do now to start changing our habits. Can you just recap? I know you mentioned it earlier, but what those three things that we need to do in order to start creating some new good habits? Yeah, I think we've almost mentioned it there. The first was deciding what actually needs to change. Mm -hmm. What do you really want to change? Secondly, why do you want to change it? You know, what is the incentive for change? Mm -hmm. And then thirdly, the commitment to making that change, to start getting and reinforcing daily habits that's going to set you on the path to better habits. And to achieve what you want to in life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got a choice every single day. A habit that you've had for 10 or 20 or 30 years, you can change in five minutes. Well, the thought process can happen in an instant. Changing the habit might take some time, but if you have small little steps and just knock them off one at a time, then suddenly it gets bigger and bigger and it becomes a good habit and then it just becomes normal. Babe, thank you very, very much for joining me here again today. I always appreciate your wisdom and um, I'm sure that the ladies will take a lot away from this. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. And thank you for um, keeping me on as your habit. <laughs> okay. Well, with that laugh at the end, I hope that you got some great value out of today's um, episode. You know, forming these important habits, especially in our business, um, is seriously can be the be all of your business. It can really make or break you. And the quicker you just set up some um, easy habits and sit, set up some schedules that you do every single day, that it becomes the norm and that it's non-negotiable, the quicker you will see some changes in your business. And, you know, managing your time, managing your family, managing your relationships, everything else just becomes so much easier when those habits are in place and those schedules are in place and you just start to become the norm. Well, that's a wrap, my friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you got value from this episode, I would appreciate it so much if you could give me a review. Make sure to let me know what you liked about this episode or what you like about the Lady Boss Lounge podcast so that I can do more of what you want and need. Until next week, go and make an impact because there's someone out there right now waiting for exactly what you have to offer. Thank you.